This is a Rooster Teeth production. If you're going to say that your engine, Jeff, what type of car would your, your engine be? The rhythm, the rhythm of. Oh. What car are you? Uh, and would I find you in your yard if I dug deep enough? How far <laughs> would I have That's to? That's a heavy, heavy question to ask somebody. I what type of engine are they? What kind of car? Oh, what type of car they are? Yeah. Uh, what kind of car? Hold, like on Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of <laughs> Face Steps. I'm 155. My name is Jeff Ramsey. With me as always, Gavin Free, Andrew Penn. What kind of car are you? I thought this was 154. It is 154. 154. What did I say? I think five. <laughs> I think Hello, welcome to the Facebook podcast. My name is Jeff Ramsey. He's with me as always, Gavin Andrew Penn. This is episode 154. Let's go. What kind of car are you? <laughs> <laughs> are you asking the audience or are you asking one of us? I'm asking you. Oh, asking me? I have yeah. no, I don't know. Uh, is, is a golf cart a car? A golf is that cart? Vehicle? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I think it, I'm it's a, a golf cart. It's a car in GTA. Yeah. Sure. I think I'm a golf cart. Okay. And, and uh, Eric, that. what kind of car are you? It, I am a 1972 uh, Chevy Nova Matt Black. You wish. <laughs> that's me. No, that's, a, that's a pretty fucking nice car, dude. Yeah. If I had all the money in the world, like it was no object, that's the car I would buy. I have a whole thing where if I was like super, super rich, I would buy a hundred of those and I would drive them off a cliff every day and jump out and parachute down to safety and then have a helicopter pick me up. I have like a whole plan. I have like a whole plan for like what I'd listen to and like how it would go. That's great. Oh, yeah. Gavin, what yeah. type of car are you? Uh, probably a Reliant Robin. Reliant Robin. Can yeah, you send three wheels. What, upload a what photo. What is a Reliant so Robin? It's the, the three-wheeled one, right? Where that always yeah. tilts when you turn uh, too fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they, don't, they don't actually roll over. You have to, like, kind of mess with them to make them do that. But, yeah. You're not you're not feeling like you're uh, more of a rugged Robin? <laughs> I like a rugged Robin. It's, it's, oh, it's gone. The military version. If we ever have a f face car, can it be that? That's pretty cool. That's, that's incredible. It's so <laughs> cool. And the bonus part is that you look so cool in it. <laughs> you can be cool. Jeff, don't, don't you think that could be you? I wish. I don't think I'm cool. That's definitely Gavin. That's a that's what that's Which personality is that, Gavin? Who's Oh, that's definitely Errol's car. Mine that's is Errol's the, car? Okay. I would say I, I get out of the Reliant Robin and Errol gets into the Rugged Robin. <laughs> and Nick, what kind of car are you? Oh, God, I wish I had something that cool. Uh, I have the 1967 Ford Mercury Cougar. That's, that's such a really nice car. car that's a classic, car. baby. What is the All car right. that uh, Charlie Sheen went into when he got killed, when he died? <laughs> In the, Wait, what? what was in that? What car was that? It it's a movie. It's uh, it's like the spirit, maybe. What's that movie oh, called? It's a oh, great the, dumb is it movie. Like the fan, like the fan, the phantom. That sounds right. Is it the wrath? Yeah. What? The, I, it's uh, isn't the it wraith. The wraith. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's the wraith. Yeah. <laughs> the so Charlie Sheen dies, and well, then he possesses a car, and he yeah. gets revenge on the people that killed him. It's what so car cool. is that? That's uh, a great it car. He should possess a Rolls Royce wraith. I don't think it's that. Have you not seen? This movie? Anybody here no. outside of Eric? No. Oh, I definitely. Oh man, this movie. It's rips, so good. Dude. It's, it's great. Should we? Cool. Should it be? Should we put it on the list? Uh, I think I it's don't, in contention. I don't know that it's a list. It could be a list movie. It's it's pretty Why not? cool. But what is um, that? I'm not saying we should watch it, but I think it's definitely on the list. It's yeah, worth talking it's, about. At some point. It's so sick. It's like, such a dumb movie. 
It is. It's real fucking dumb. <laughs> it's like real fucking dumb. It's. I never dumb. heard of that movie. What? Yeah. I would. Uh, I would love to throw down a cool car, like maybe like even the car I drive. But if I'm being honest with you guys, I think I'm this. I think I'm a Jeep like Grand it. Wagoneer with wood paneling. <laughs> with wood paneling. I think the it's definitely paneling the wood paneling, key. man. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think <laughs> sturdy, sturdy wood paneling. A lot of room in there. Were you in a lot of those as a youngin? Uh, no more than anybody else, but I have been in them before. I definitely oh, okay. am extremely fond of that car. Is there a car that you, when you think about being a kid and being driven around, like going to like do errands with your parents or whatever, is there a car that like you identify that with? Like the, it's like very like tied to you being in like the back seat or like the front seat? Yeah. Voxel Astra. A what? A Voxel Astra. <laughs> A Voxel Astra? <laughs> Let me find what? A yeah, you need to send one. Voxel? Voxel? Voxel. Voxel? Dude, I think me and Nick are talking about, like, the same car. It, <laughs> it is, a, a, like, a mid-80s. Oh, vo- whoa, Gavin, that's a... Whoa! That's a good... That is... Oh. Yeah, imagine that, but, like, a navy blue. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, that was also where I gained all of my love for the '80s because it was all the all that my parents had on tape was just '80s uh, music. This is, I mean, yeah, ex- <laughs> like me and Nick said, pretty much the same car. It's a mid '80s Honda Civic four door sedan, and yes, you're thinking Honda Civic like it will be. Oh yeah, you know, like oh, an early two yeah. thousands Honda Civic. No, no. They used to be very different cars, and that is, man, that is, like, where I gained consciousness. Yeah. Like, I became sentient in the backseat of <laughs> 97, in 87 Honda Civic. <sighs> I would have to say this car. A 1972 Ooh. Ford Courier pickup. That's awesome. Wow, that's so that American. That is a good one. God, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's my, so my dad American. drove one of those. God, that actually, wow. that, that car became a hand-me-down to me. It was, the first, it was my first car when I turned 16, and it was awesome, except that the driver's side door fell off, so my dad had it. <laughs> My dad had it hooked up where, with, so you couldn't open the driver's side door. It was held on with a twisted coat hanger. And so you had to get in through the passenger side. And by the time it got to me, the floorboard on the driver's side had completely fallen through. So you couldn't drive it in the rain or you would get splashed mercilessly. That's so good. <laughs> so there you go. What, what about you, Andrew? I don't, I'm terrible with car names, so it's, what I, my childhood car that I think about is very similar to sort of what you, like, the color that you posted with, like, the body of what Eric posted. Mm, uh, okay. I wish I knew. I'll, maybe I'll do some research on this. Figure that out. But, wow, what an unexpected turn. What cars we are. I love that if your car, you essentially were driving in a, a Flintstones vehicle, it sounds like, Jeff, where you oh, put yeah, your feet yeah. through the bottom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever Flintstone it? <laughs> I, no, I never did. I was, <laughs> I had a, I, there was a, there was a girl on my street who I was friends with who uh, would sometimes get a ride to school with me. 
and she was so embarrassed <laughs> to ride in my car that she we worked it out ahead of time. She was like, I'll ride to school with you, but when we get to the school, I get to lay my head down and nobody gets to see me in the car. And she would hide in my truck on the way to school every day as soon as we got close to the high school, just so nobody saw her get in and out of my car. Well, I hope it wasn't raining because it sounds like she gets puddled in the face if she was leaning down too hard. I took the bus on rainy days. <laughs> That's fantastic. What a, do you, what a do you, uh, you want to see a thing that I've got? I would yeah. love to see a thing that you I've got. got some found footage. <gasps> what? <laughs> oh my god, we're, he's streaming. He's going, we gotta watch oh. like a live feed? I didn't, I thought you were just gonna have like a clip. Uh, it is, but it's uh, it's bigger than 25 megs, so okay. we still don't have nitro. Oh, this looks like <laughs> well, old I, found I, footage. I, we went over this, Eric won, we don't need nitro. Well, yeah, I win if it's video. Yeah. Right. Well, no, Jeff just posted like three videos, but it's fine. I win. Can, I, can everyone see this? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is footage from 2008, almost 15 years to the month. A go. Here okay. we go. It's raining. Are you filming? Uh, no, my friend is filming this. Okay. Oh, uh, look at your fucking bow-chicka-bow out. Oh! Oh! <laughs> this is your character! This is Stuart the Bumbling Customer. <laughs> what is Stuart looking for here? Was there any? This is awesome. <laughs> so, Gavin, you're like Mr. Bean. This is fucking great. This is so fucking funny, dude. This is so special. <laughs> you're so like. The way you're doing it is so like nonchalant. Uh, this is so good. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, Gavin grew up. Gavin's from the same town as Mr. Bean, so maybe it's like a local thing. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we got a different shirt. This is a completely different store. Yeah, this is a. This is actually three different days. Apparently, I had I had a, I had a bow chicka bow wow shirt, a, a, a griffle shirt, and I think. I think this is a shirt for Jason Saldana's old band. Visitors, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. Crazy. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I oh, never want to see Stuart the Bumbling no. customer <laughs> in a store in person, but watching the footage of him was thrilling. Yeah, I, yeah. I found, so much, found so much joy there. And, uh, yeah, that was awesome. It's quite early, Stuart. I would say Stuart escalated the antics as the years really? went on until he died maybe a couple of years later. Wow. <laughs> he died. <laughs> yeah, we need to get the tombstones. We talked about this. We got to find a grave spot for Stuart and Errol. Yeah, I'll try and find some more, Stuart. I bet there's a, there's a ton more. <sighs> that was a great video. That was <laughs> an awesome video, guys. Wow. Did uh, <sighs> you guys see the video that was sent to us earlier in the week? No. You uh, didn't, no, maybe. you did. You absolutely saw it. You commented on it. You're the only one that commented on it. TPG oh. emailed us something oh, and a right. video. One of the best videos I've seen in a long time. It made my night. I don't know if we want to. It would be a pain in the ass to insert the audio of it, but what a what a video. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's called uh, a spring guy. <laughs> And can be uh, here. Yeah, I talked to him about it ahead of time. He's fine with us using. Oh, you talked to him about it. You guys, you guys ready? Yeah, yeah let's, let's go. watch One this. Minute, this ten is, seconds. Uh, this audience. is from TPG, a spring guy. 
I used to be a real summer guy. I used to be a real winter kid. <laughs> but now that I'm back in the Northeast, I think I'm really becoming a spring guy. You see, there's something wonderful about spring. Looking at all the little leaves coming back. Oh, look, my grass is still there. It's a thrill. It's got me thinking a lot about the seasons. It's got me thinking a lot about weather. And I asked myself the other day when I was walking, checking out trees, are sunsets and sunrises weather they no different than a rainstorm? After all, what is weather if not nature's majesty? So my question for you bros, are sunsets or sunrises weather? Like rain? Does it even matter? Does it even matter? <laughs> so people just listening to audio, it was a slow pan of a sunset of trees. Uh, it's like the ending of a John Hughes movie. It oh does God. have very strong John Hughes vibes. I uh, love that he just makes these and sends them to oh, us sometimes. It, it uh, made my evening. I was so happy to see it. It was so good. And I think it's an important thing to answer. Yeah, and I, I commented on the uh, unlisted you YouTube link. So the only <laughs> the only comment was from the slow mo guys account yeah. saying, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> so, um, is is sunsets and sunrises weather or no? I don't think so. I don't think that's how that works. No. Um, yeah, definitely not. But no, not even close. But I mean, but I would say a good sunset is weather. Yeah. A, so a regular sunset is not weather, but a good sunset is weather. Well, the act of the sun setting isn't weather because it happens <laughs> every day uh -huh. for everyone. Okay. But sometimes there's just some gnarly cloud in front of it, it and it, the oranges <laughs> and the reds. That's not and weather, I, dude. That's, that's not just weather. gravity. A cloud <laughs> is weather. <laughs> but that's not the sunset. That's cloud. The cloud yeah, the is cloud. Weather. The cloud yeah, is separate the su from the sun. The, the sun setting is different to the total sunset. The Dude, that's like saying, is, like is a, a frog vista. a car? Because they both go. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> a frog isn't a car, but if it is on top of a car, then it may in fact be a car. <laughs> I mean, I just saying. think, I think Tim had a great point where it, if, what is weather if not nature's majesty? Yeah, it's <laughs> great. <laughs> that's did you Did you consider that? No, I didn't. I hadn't considered that. It's a great counterpoint. I think my favorite counterpoint is, does it even matter? <laughs> I don't think it does. This, this is oh. truly a video created a man going by, by a man going stir crazy with three small children in a home in the American Northeast. Yeah. Like he is going nuts inside of a house and going, what is weather? Is it sunset? This is what happens when you have kids and live in the cold. <laughs> oh, it genuinely brought me so much joy to see that. I get so excited whenever we get a TPG email and a video. Oh, it was so good. Dude, that was brilliant. I like that the email was so just fun. called a spring guy and started <laughs> yeah. high bros. <laughs> I gotta say, man, there is nobody else, at least in my experience, in my 47 years on Earth, I've never met anybody else quite like TPG. No. He, is, he is in every way a snowflake. He yes. is individual. Oh, yeah. Man. I knew, I knew that I was really on to someone different 
when I heard that sometimes he talked to Gavin and Gavin liked him. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's, like the the hard, that's like the highest bar to set. Yeah. I felt the same way because he's somebody who has to like bug me a lot about various brand stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, that's never a great relationship between anyone. And, it, and for some reason, me and him, it just works. It's crazy. He's great. He's yeah. so good. He's fantastic. It's so good. I wonder if he knows how unique he is. I think he does. <laughs> Hell of a guy. <laughs> you, <laughs> that's slow, yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I went to rewatch oh. that video last night, and to, I didn't expect that, and it, it cracked me up once again. <laughs> I laughed so hard seeing your comment. Oh, that's oh. brilliant. He is oh. great. That is great. Hey, I've been doing the, I've been trying a new thing uh, that I wanted to bring up to you guys. And then I wanted to see if you also had any interest in trying it um, okay. just to see like what the differences would be. So I've been, you know, I have a lot, I used to have a lot of my ideas uh, in the shower, but for whatever reason I don't anymore. Uh, and then uh-huh. I had a period uh, in my life where I would wake up at like four in the morning with an idea and I'd have to write it down and I don't do that anymore. But now uh, I I find I have most of my like ideas for stuff right after I wake up in the morning. So this week I've been <laughs> I've made it a point to write down the first thing I think of when I wake up in the morning. Like my phone oh is my next to, is next to me in my bed, oh, and so the second I great. wake up and I realize I'm awake, I pick up my phone and then I write down the first thing that comes to my mind. Waking thoughts, yeah. And so I've got Rating. four for you. I was going to share. Then I was going to see if you guys wanted to go <laughs> oh. ahead and try. Yes, uh, if you wanted to try it as well. Um, okay. My first thought I had, I had this on Monday morning when I woke up. The first thing that came into my mind was, I wish my nickname was T-Bone. <laughs> and if it was, if it was, I would get a tattoo of a T-Bone. And then I thought, if I get the tattoo of a T-Bone, do I, can I backdoor into the nickname? <laughs> uh... Well, you think so? Because Jeff has so many tattoos. I feel like it's it would be... Jeff, if you get a T-Bone tattoo and you want me to start calling you T-Bone, I'm in. I think I do. Okay. I think what I want to I I, I be called T-Bone. I don't know what why. About, what about G-Bone? <laughs> That's exactly what G- I was going to oh, say, Gavin. It could morph yeah. into G-Bone, which got yeah. me thinking, and this now I'm going to take a, a bit of a... We're going to take a, a, a bit of an aside for a second. Have, it, have you guys... If you guys could pick your own nickname, what would you pick? Oh man! You don't have to answer right now. It could be yeah. some, it'd be homework, but because I want you know you you want to think because this is how you're gonna I... you're choosing to self-identify to people for the rest of your life. So like, what would you determine your nickname to be? Just something to think it's, about. Maybe for it's not gonna be Raymond. Not that much. <laughs> Cross that off the list. Yeah, I don't think I'd go with Errol. Yeah. <laughs> like um... people call you Gavino, and Millie used to call you Millie spent her entire childhood calling you Gaver. But yeah. like, if you got to pick. What would you call yourself? I feel like it's so tough to come up with a nickname for yourself that comes like that's a good one. Yeah. Like the G-bone, a T-bone scenario. It's a very rare occurrence. I feel like you guys were throwing out like, oh, Raymond and Errol and like regular names. But like you wouldn't go with something like Taskmaster. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you wouldn't go like no. way further. Mm. I think, I, I don't know. That example specifically feels tough. I mean, yeah, so it should be on the, along show. the lines of T-Bone. Along the lines yeah, or T-bone. like whatever. Like I knew a guy Prime in high school, Red. everybody called him. <laughs> <Prime laughs> it doesn't have to be steak related. But like, <laughs> although I realized I was about to say, I knew a guy in high school, everybody called him meat. <laughs> and, 
Why were all of your dudes just like one word? Like, I don't like, know, like porch and meat. Well, uh, I wasn't friends with porch. Porch, porch scared the hell out of me. Uh, fester. Do you Those think just fester, all people that beat me up in the past? Do you think Fester or Porch have messaged you on Facebook in the last ten years? I don't think. I don't think Fester and Porch know my name, and I hope they don't. I also don't know if either of those dudes are still alive, to be honest with you. Uh, they look like they were living pretty hard and fast and rough. Um, okay. Well, anyway, something to think about. Next, the Tuesday morning, the first thing I thought of when I woke up is uh, all exit signs should be changed to just say leave. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, that is the okay. first thing that popped into my head is like I would rather see a sign that says leave than exit. I feel like it's more... Uh, it's got more punch to it. An emergency more leave? Characters. Yeah. Ooh, I like emergency lever. Yeah. Like pull something like that. I like that. I like that combination. On uh, on Wednesday, the, my first thing that popped into my head uh, was just hot dogs. Just, just, just hot dogs. really? <laughs> not eating them, not making them. Just them. Just thinking of a hot dog in a bun. That's what I woke up thinking about. I wasn't even I... really craving them. I just, just hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs. I had a... I had a hot dog issue happen recently. There's a, a food truck festival that happens like once a month that I get excited to go to. And there's this barbecue one that's great. And the first time I went to it, they had hot dogs. And so I wanted to try the hot dog. And I typically only like like ketchup on my hot dog, I'd say, generally. Mm. And I, uh, I know in Chicago, there's that place that like they hate you if you ask for ketchup. I don't remember mm -hmm. what that store is called. But I've created this in line for the hot dog i created this scenario in my head where uh because they're barbecue people they would share the same opinions and they would look down upon me if i asked for ketchup on my hot dog but i don't like anything else on it so i just planned on ordering it plain was my workaround and so i got to the front and they're like what do you want and i was like i'll have a i'll have a plain hot dog please and the woman behind the counter looked visibly alarmed it was so much worse than if i would have just said ketchup and she was like you want a you want a plain hot dog? And I was like, yep, plain hot dog, please. And she's like, okay, plain, plain hot dog. And so they made it. And then the guy went to give it to me and he's like, so you don't, you don't even want like ketchup on this. <laughs> and at that point I was so committed to the plain hot dog. I like, I just plan on putting ketchup on it when I got home. I was like, nah, just a uh, plain. I'll keep it plain. So I, I went with the plain hot dog out of fear they would think I was weird or like would look down <laughs> upon me for the ketchup. And it was so much worse. They thought I was truly a psychopath for ordering. You there was so the much guy. judgment. I did. And my attempt to avoid being the weird guy, I was in fact the weird guy with my hot dog, my plain hot dog. I um, went to uh, Kentucky recently with Dan and we just went to a restaurant that was like walking distance from a hotel. Which uh -huh. I feel like everywhere I go that's like that, I end up walking down a big like grass berm mm -hmm. with just like a highway next to it. But we ended up at this restaurant. Dan got some fries and uh and then he was like, Yeah, can I have some mayo? And the woman just like looked so confused and then walked away to get some. And then halfway to like the kitchen, she turned around and came back <laughs> and was like, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm just gonna go and get you your mayo, but I have to ask, like what what's it for? <laughs> and Dan was like, I put on my chips. And she was like, that okay. And then she I think she was like at her core deeply disturbed by the idea of <laughs> dipping your chips in ketchup. I mean in mayo. Yeah, the American South doesn't do that. Yeah. It's a pretty pretty popular thing in uh, in England. 
I think it's probably more accessible in North America, like North North America yeah. too. Uh, I think it's more common, but it is uh, it is definitely it's a it's ketchup or nothing in the South, pretty much for <laughs> my kind of place. It sounds like <laughs> big ketchup guy. Uh, the last thought I had, I woke up this morning, and the the first thing that popped into my head. Uh, this was a more complicated thought, so I guess I'm getting better at capturing my my <laughs> my actual uh my deeper thoughts. Do you know how um Inuit the Inuit have fifty words for snow? Yeah. I feel like f- face we're developing that many words for fucking up <laughs> <laughs> with salad creaming and gregging yep. and f- face. It's like, I feel like we're going to be, we're like, we're zeroing in where we've developed, like we're going to develop like 50 different ways, like intricate ways to describe exactly the way a person fucks up. <laughs> yeah, we should, we should count. How many do we have? At least three, but I bet there's yeah. more. I mean, we got Wilford Brimley. We got Brimley in it. We oh, Brimley. we got yeah, Brimley in it. That's four, yeah. Yeah. There's probably twice as many as we can initially think of the history of this show. Yeah. That's yeah, the, the audience will fill it in on us. But anyway, that's something to think about. Uh, we, uh, uh, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're really dialing in. I, I wrote <laughs> one down the other morning. It was, this was also like right after I woke up. And I don't really know why I wrote in my face notes because I just don't know when, what context this will be brought up. I just wrote, there's money in the leaf game. <laughs> I think, I think what I was thinking is how have so many people gotten so rich by just selling leaves? Like just shit that, like, like lettuce, like the amount of different leaf industries that there are is unbelievable. Almost every plant you can sell. So you're saying that maybe we should get out of Jeff's idea of poison, doing the next poison, and maybe we need a leaf is the direction <laughs> we should go in. There might be more success in leaves. Yeah, what is- I, I think I was just like thinking of the supermarket and how much, how much of it is you're buying different leaves. And that sort of connects to, to Jeff's leave sign. I think this is all con- I think we need to pursue <laughs> the leaf thing. There's something in the air with leaves. Right next to leave is leaves. And it's like one, yeah. one door to get out, one door to salad. Can we make, maybe instead of having signs that just say leave, maybe they need to be universal because not everybody speaks English. Maybe it should just be a picture of a leaf. And that should be the universal that's how you know, for get that's out. The, for, for exit, yeah. It makes sense, though, because outside is leaves. Exactly. <laughs> Does it make sense? It's where they naturally live. What do you mean, Andrew? I think if you put a sign of a leaf over a lot of doorways, I don't think people are going to interpret that as leave. This way to leave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nick is. Nick is I don't think they're autofilling all this that. This is genius. Nick is right because <laughs> there's that for like Nick just put it in the chat. Make like a tree and leave. It even makes more sense. <laughs> I'm such a big fan of a thought process that is four steps removed from what the initial <laughs> thing is so no one could really follow the logic but you could kind of see how they got there almost uh, but why don't we this is truly that rtx just put up a load of i'm sure this is i'm sure this complies with code cover up all the exit signs with leaves and see what happens May, well listen in the museum in the museum we can do that we can like we can control the museum i was thinking you know what else we should do in the museum we should hang no scrumping signs everywhere yeah yeah it's, it's important not well, as a part scrump- of the display but as a like no. hey keep your fucking hands yeah. to yourself no <laughs> but isn't scrumping just apples yeah, but we got to make sure you never know. 
You know what I mean? In, in, in face lore, it could be anything. Scrumping is now synonymous with stealing in general, I think. Got us. it. Okay. Oh, man. We could sure. try We could try and get that on the code of conduct for the convention. <laughs> oh, that's a very good idea. No let scrumping. me pop that into... Is a good idea. Yeah, let me get into a Slack conversation real quick because I'm going to throw that at him and be like, hey, make sure this is in there. Thank you. Yeah. I've been... Hey, Gav, can I ask you a question for yeah. some advice? Do you know how, like, you, you're from... You're, it's okay. Yeah. You know how you're from England and when you're in England, you shit better than when you're in America? And you always yeah. talk about how, like, when you come to America, your shits are, like, way worse. Uh, I'm going to Italy for, uh, for vacation next week. And... um. I'm going to be there for a couple of weeks. And I got to thinking, how are Italian shits? Because you spend a lot of time there, too. Like, will, I, will my shits be different in Italy, do you think? Well, here's the thing. And, and this might be just for me. My Italian shits are absolutely horrendous. And I think, oh, it's because, no. I think it's because as I get older, I'm losing cheese. I think I'm becoming more and more allergic to dairy. Every time I eat cheese now, it's, it and, never agrees with me. And you eat cheese constantly in Italy. Well, you know, it's on. It's in like like Everything, a carbonara yeah. or like a pizza, or it's just sometimes you just have cheese. So I'm. Lo- I need to look forward to to really bad shitting in Italy. I would prepare for it. Yeah, I was hoping you'd be like, oh no, it's even better than England. You're gonna have like mm, tiny baby shits, and I was gonna be like, oh great, I'm gonna get like a two week sh- vacation from my own butthole. But I guess not. Yeah, I, I wouldn't prepare for that. It sounds like you need to bring your shitting shades. <laughs> you need to be because it sounds like it's gonna be a terrible time. You need something to counter that. Nothing better than the shitting shades to counter the bad shits. <laughs> I will definitely bring my shitting shades. So even if I'm <laughs> miserable, I'll at least look good doing it. Do you oh, think man. we could petition Italy to change their flag to the the image that Eric just posted? <laughs> <laughs> the hand, the pinched fingers hand, the pinched yeah. fingers hand. What's, what's up with that? Absolutely. What's wrong with that? You like it? Oh, flag. Have you ever been to Italy, Eric? No. It's like that's a hundred percent real. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like you'd see like two Italian men getting into it. That is happening on both sides. <laughs> it's pretty uh I like it. You guys just start talking about Italy and I immediately started going, ooh, gotta find a pinchy fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I think you'd be a flag. Canada is a maple leaf. Why can't Italy have the pinching <laughs> fingers thing? Leaf! Maple leaf. Oh leaves. There you go, money oh, in the leaves. More leaves. I went to an Austin FC game like a week ago and we played Vancouver and they did the Canadian national anthem before the American national anthem. And they had the Canadian flag up and it really kind of struck me like, oh, there's just like a leaf on this thing. Yeah. Yeah. We just got a leaf on. (laughs) Like I knew it, you know, like intellect, you know, like intellectually, you know something, but then like it sort of like dawns on you. It just, I guess it was very weird. It was just like, huh. As someone who lives in Canada, it's very jarring for you to say. It would be like for me saying to you, I was at a game and I realized the American flag has stars on it. Like, it's just, it's, it's such a, it's a staple. It's the central part. But that's the thing. Like, if you would say that to me, I would know what you meant. Cause I'd be like, oh yeah, I guess I really never thought about how they are stars. Like, that's a weird shape. That would be like, oh yeah, it's just triangles. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's a weird thing to have. It's just straight. Like, not most flags okay. are just colored stripe blocks. What if the Italian flag just had 50 tiny pinch finger gestures <laughs> on it? That's the best of all worlds. It's like each, awesome. each region of Italy. <laughs> you, put it, you put them on different sides so it's like they're facing each other. So it's like an argument on the flag. It's great. Really? It really lets you know what you're getting into going to Italy. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> just be a bunch of pitch figures and like a volcano in the middle. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize until I probably was a teenager when I realized that the Union Jack isn't symmetrical. And I, I hate looking at it now. It really pisses mm. me off. Wait, I don't think wait, I've wait, ever... what, what do you mean it's not symmetrical? Let me paste the it. lines are not equal, right? It's, to it's the left, left, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Like you can have it the wrong way around. And, and yeah. then you're like, oh, shit, which way? The top right one has to be high and the bottom. Uh. What? That kind of, I've that never kind of sucks. What? That's dumb. Why wouldn't they just be in the middle? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was it was extra <laughs> annoying when um when Rooster Teeth made the Vav shirt because it was like a Union Jack in a, I think it was in a V shape, but it just, mm. it looks so wrong because half of it, like one of the lines is like missing on one side. Super annoying. Pisses me off all the time. <laughs> Thankfully, if you live in England, you don't really see it that much because right. we don't we don't put our own flag up everywhere. Jeff, do you have any flag complaints or flag thoughts that you had waking up this week? <laughs> no, those were all the thoughts I had this week. I feel like I've I haven't I've I've honestly I've I haven't thought about flags a lot since our flag era. I'm uh, excited to do the the morning exercise of that. I've been trying to think of like what I've been thinking about. The only thing I could think of is where's the icing. That would have been one in the morning. Yeah, that could be one. Yeah, sick. just like the first thing, because you don't really think about it when you're waking up. You're like, oh, I'm awake. And then you're like, Ugh. and then it's just like you get flooded with real thoughts, but also just nonsense. That's like hangover, like leftovers from a dream or whatever, you know, and it's just like it's just mm-hmm. interesting to see. I'm going to get a pad for my bedside. It's fun. You should do it. You ever ask yourself, what's HelloFresh? Thank God you came here because I have the answer for you. It is a farm fresh, pre-portioned, ingredient-filled, seasonal recipe delivery system that jams it right up your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store. It sucks. It smells. People are rude. They're bumping into you left and right. They're squeezing the melons. It's disgusting. And you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy. Cooking sucks. Not anymore. HelloFresh made it fun and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. All you other meal kits, get to the back of the line, because your number, who cares? Did you know the flavor is in full bloom at HelloFresh? Did you know flavor blooms? Apparently it does. And you can enjoy the taste of spring with chef-crafted recipes featuring ripe, always ripe. You don't want them overripe. You don't want them underripe. Seasonal ingredients delivered right to your door. They know where you live. HelloFresh does more than just delicious dinners. It also lets you pick from 40 weekly recipes. That's insane because there's only seven days in a week. How are you going to eat all 40 recipes? You're not. But you can also choose from over 100 items to round out your order. From Everybody loves snacks, right? I like to snack. You like to snack. It's snacking is essential. It's an essential part of the day. Easy lunches to desserts. Mmm, dessert. With pantry necessities. Everything arrives in your box on a delivery day that you choose. Imagine you choose when the mail comes to you. It's insanity. And hey. No worries if you're not a pro in the kitchen. Neither is this idiot. But HelloFresh's foolproof recipes arrive pre-portioned and easy to prepare in just a few steps. And everybody likes taking steps. So go to HelloFresh.com Faith16 and use code Faith16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Wow. 
That's HelloFresh.com slash Face16 using code Face16 for how many? I already told you, 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Hey, you. Yeah, everyone. I'm talking to all of you. We wanted to take a moment to remind you. Now I'm not talking to him or her. I'm talking specifically to you. We want to remind you that RTX 2023 is happening this July 7th through this July 9th. That includes July 8th. You're getting the 7th. You're getting the 8th. And you're getting the 9th. All in July. All in Austin. All 2023. It's our favorite time of the year where we get to interact with all the amazing people that give us the opportunity to make all of this mediocre content. It is a celebration of all things Rooster Teeth. Whee! With panels, special guests, community artists, cosplay. And the kids love cosplay these days. And even more, there'll be exclusive reveals, meet and greets with Rooster Teeth talent. And I said talent in quotes. And special merch available only during the event. That part's actually pretty cool. We're changing up how the convention feels this year, and it's going to be awesome. Imagine a mini Epcot-style convention center show floor with different attractions and activations from your favorite Rooster Teeth brands, all wrapped up in a summer camp theme, except unlike Epcot, we're not trying to teach you anything. It is the summer camp for indoor kids with Face Jam's Rat and Grackle Pub, the Red Web Escape Room, and a face museum that has to be seen to be believed. Also, Achievement Hunter Mini Golf is making an appearance and even more cool stuff to do that we're saving for the attendees to experience. I can't even tell you about it. Thanks for listening to me get very excited about RTX. We are looking forward to meeting all of you there. So head on over to www.rtxaustin.com. That's www.rtxaustin.com to get more information about the event and to buy your badge and a badge for your friend and maybe a badge for your coworker, maybe a badge for a, an acquaintance who you would like to be a friend. Badge, badge, badge. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about you, but uh, as a parent and then also as the co-founder of a company, I spend a lot of time caring and, 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 and loving uh, and worrying about other people. And uh, I think as tends to be the case as we get older in life and our loved ones get older uh, on both ends of the dial there, uh, kids and parents, uh, and uh, life gets more complicated, you find, I think, less time to kind of focus on you because you're so busy worried about, uh, you know, saving for the kid's college or making sure that, you know, your mom's doing all right uh, all the way over there in Alabama by herself. And, and, and that's why it's, it's, it's really easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you because people need stuff from you and, and you're important to them and they're important to you. And, and that's kind of how the symbiosis of life works. But it makes it hard sometimes for you to take a moment to think about what you really need for yourself. Uh, like for me, I've learned that uh, I need a certain amount of time to myself every day to go for a walk or to bike ride. Uh, I've been experimenting with running. It's not going great. Uh, but just to kind of clear my head and kind of give me a moment to, to kind of focus and, and ground. And also, uh, I need therapy every week of my life. Uh, I need therapy and, and I make sure to get it. It's something you got to watch out for because when you spend all of your time giving, it can leave you feeling stretched thin and burned out. And if you don't have time uh, and energy for you and what you need, how are you supposed to take care of those around you? 
Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so that you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Because uh, once again, if you, if, you can't, if you can't take care of your needs first, then you're, you're, you're going to fall flat everywhere else and you're not going to be able to take care of the needs of others and the people that matter to you most. I've been in therapy, um, well, about as long as I can remember at this point, and I don't know what I would do without it. It's, uh, it's become like this kind of sacrosanct, perfect hour in the week where uh, I can kind of go into a bubble and just <sighs> kind of process and, and think about the problems in my life, think about the issues, think about, you know, the things that are nagging me from the past and, and work through it with someone who understands me and who is uh, an unbiased, non-judgmental ear, uh, who who just kind of helps me navigate these things, and uh, it's it's become invaluable to me. I don't know what I would do without it. So, if you're thinking about maybe taking some time for you, maybe to talk to somebody who isn't already embroiled in your life, like a a friend or family member, uh, somebody who's kind of on the outside, who is completely unbiased, and who can and listen with a critical ear and 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 a kind ear. Maybe give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Your first therapist might not actually be the perfect therapist for you. I've seen a few over the years, and it's uh, sometimes it takes a while to find the person who just like kind of matches uh, who you are and what you need. So find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com face today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash face. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash face to get 10% off your first month. Hey, uh, I want to, can I ask you guys' opinion on something? Of course. Uh, I got into a disagreement with Eric a couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, then I want to tell you guys about how I face myself. I've been meaning to tell you guys this for <laughs> okay. like two months. Uh, but, uh, uh, I got into a disagreement with Eric the other day and I wanted to see how you guys felt about it. And I bet Eric doesn't even know what I'm talking about, but I was, uh, I was at RT to film something. I think I was doing Mm -hmm. promos or something. And I realized right as we were about to go that I had to pee and Eric was like, well, let's just go pee and come back and we'll do it. And I was like, no, I'd rather do it having to pee because the the immediacy of needing to pee will make me sharper and better because mm-hmm. I'll do it first take because yeah. I have the impetus to pee. So Absolutely. peeing, needing to pee makes you a better performer. And he said I was an idiot. <laughs> no, I, not at all. I get what you're saying, but I think in the context of like what we were going to film, it was like, oh, I don't, that's not what I'm looking, I'm not looking for that. Just but you pee. said you said needing to pee doesn't make you better at stuff. You told me that, and I think yeah, I, I think uh, I think I get what you're coming with at like with like the energy, but I don't think I don't think I'm getting a better performance from you because you need to go pee. I disagree. I disagree. So you you, you don't think it works the same way as icy hot, right? I th- which <laughs> which I don't know if that made us better performers all around, but. Um, so I'm jury's still out maybe on the icy hot also. If you have to pee and you do icy hot, are you at like peak level? Or well, no? well, listen, if you're doing the icy hot and you have to pee, that's a very dangerous hand situation you got going on. Ooh. There's a, there's other factors you need to worry about. 
Yeah. I would also say that's a scenario for pissing your pants. I could see how that could go what? terribly wrong. <laughs> what? What do you mean by that? Just because I'm like clenching and wriggling around and my, my little oh, I see. Okay. And your Got focus it. is split. It's split between having to pee the pain of the icy hot and whatever you're trying to focus on. That's that's dangerous. That is a great point. That that is that being said, if you can pull it off without pissing your pants, it'll probably be the best performance of your life. I think it becomes more impressive. The performance, like, even if it's not the best, when you hear that that guy was dealing with Icy Hot and had to pee, it's like, holy <laughs> shit. Did Dude, that-, that guy had Icy Hot all over his balls, <laughs> and he had to pee so bad the whole time. Daniel yeah, Day-Lewis filmed the entire film needing to pee with Icy Hot all over his body. <laughs> That's how they Give him six the Oscars. Scorsese movie. They just had DiCaprio <laughs> with Icy Hot balls <laughs> needing to pee. I, I heard that's why Revenant's so good. That's- <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what do you think makes more of an impact, needing to pee or needing to poo? Oh, uh, uh, pee, pee, pee. I can hold, sure. a, I can hold yeah. a poo forever. Yeah, pee for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like a poo can retreat a little. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you got more. You've got more leeway with a poo. Yeah, but piss is piss. That's not. That's going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and it's and the older you get to, it's like <laughs> there's no gentle ramp up of like, oh, I need to pee eventually. It's like when you hit your forties, you're like, I need to pee, and I need to pee yesterday. <laughs> then why did you hold it to get through to do a to better to job the, for yeah. you because I wanted to do the best job possible Jeff is a clutch performer and he just needed to set the stakes for him to have that clutch performance he keeps saying it's for me and it's not for me it, <laughs> it was like, all for you like Eric RTX stuff and it's not for me it was you're the one that asked me to do it and so I did it <laughs> I agree with you completely Jeff do you have anything that makes you sweat that isn't heat related <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- this happened the other day. I was doing uh, Face Jam social stuff with Nick, and we filmed. I-, I mean, hopefully, it's out by this time. We filmed with Kenny Omega from AEW and Paul Shear from Human Giant. Um, yeah. And for some reason, it was fine all day. I had no problem, whatever. As soon as I started asking them questions, like performing to like ask them these questions, I was sweating so hard <laughs> and I wasn't on camera. I was nervous? behind the camera asking questions and I was just fucking sweating. <laughs> I don't know why, but it would like, it was like really distinct. It stuck out to me and I just went, why am I'm soaked right now? <laughs> Crazy. I get soaked to the bone if I have to vomit. Like if I'm nauseous. Oh, that's sweating. Like crazy. Yeah. That's, a that's, what, that's the thing that comes to mind. I had one the other day. I had a, you know, as I get older, I'm the hairiest person I know, and it just it, it, go, it goes to new places. So I waxed the top part of my back, and uh, it was so painful. And I just fit, my entire body just filled with sweat. If I did like five wax strips on my back and then put a shirt on, I would soak right through it. I think <laughs> nothing to do with heat. Are you? Do you like pit out on shirts? Like, do you like if you wear like a gray shirt? Do you get like big sweat? like pit stains uh i think well yeah if i'm like sat at a desk i do okay it depends on the deodorant i've been trying to get away i don't know if we talked about this here i've been trying to not be an antiperspirant guy and just being a deodorant mm. guy yeah yeah because you get <laughs> alzheimer's right Same. yeah it's yeah it's like it's hard it's i can smell me sometimes and that's not good and it's <laughs> like it's tough. i feel like if you shower every day though it's it's rarer no, 
I agree with Jeff. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's I've done the same thing for the exact same reasons, Eric, and it's really frustrating because antiperspirant deodorant is better deodorant than just deodorant. It absolutely is. It's yes. weird, but I don't yeah. use it anymore either. I just use deodorant now as well because yep. I don't want to die or whatnot. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's <laughs> fucking miserable. It, it really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real thing or is that just something someone said once and everyone got scared? Oh, it's I think very it's real. that. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know that it's actually real. It's like, alum- like, it's like aluminum in it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a thing where like, I just, it can't be healthy for you to put something on to make you stop sweating that much. Right? Yeah. Sure. It, it just can't be. So I'm just going like, I'll oh, just do deodorant. And then it just feels like a gamble. It's like, I wish I could carry deodorant with me and it wouldn't melt. And I would be fine, mm. but that ain't happening. <laughs> we could so. carry a, a can. I don't think a can's yeah, going to be... Ca- like, it'd have to be like a very is- small can. Yeah. I don't think can... I don't think spray works as well as roll-on. Me, me neither. It also makes me sticky. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And plus with sticky. spray, you get overspray. And then you like... Yeah. I've, I've noticed that sometimes with like... Like uh, if you're using like, I don't know, a hairspray or something too close to a wall, you lean your arm up against the wall and you're like, why is it fucking sticky? <laughs> ah, right. <laughs> Um, I do want to keep talking about this. However, Jeff said that he's been waiting a month to tell you tell us how he faced himself. So I need to. Oh, right. It's not like a huge thing or anything. Um, but the pandemic kind of fucked up how I consume entertainment. Right. And Mm -hmm. so before the pandemic, I read incessantly. I read I, I my like my my kind of running goal in life was to read a book a week every week for I did it for like a year and then I did it the next year and then I did it the next year and then I just decided I'm just going to read a book a week for the rest of my life. And so I was on that path and then the pandemic I don't know what happened because suddenly we had all the time in the world and we were at home, but I just stopped reading and I couldn't force myself to read. I just couldn't fucking do it. I also stopped watching movies, which is why I've been trying to get back into movies this year, mm-hmm. although I got to be honest with you, I have I watched like, what, five movies already this year? And I am taking a break. I'm on a movie hiatus. It was too much. <laughs> too much movie. I switched to music. I even have a little bit prepared for that. I doubt we'll get to it. We can do it some other time. <laughs> but uh, I'm on a movie hiatus because it was just, oh, God. Uh, but anyway, I was in the middle of reading a book that I was in love with, or I had just started a book that I was in love with uh, by Franz Kafka called The Castle. And so I liked the world and it's a real thinker. And so I liked like sitting and reading like five or six pages and then just kind of sitting with that for like a month or two. Uh, And I decided I'm just going to take as long as feels natural to read this book. And so it took me about three years and um, it's not a long book. I was just I was sometimes I'd go like two months without reading it and then I'd read a page, you know, it's just like whatever felt right. And then in early this year, like around January, I thought, this is taking too long. I got to finish this fucking book and move on with my life. I got to get past it. And so I sat down and I finished like the last third of the book to discover. And I thought it's no big deal because I'm just going to finish the book and I will have this like it'll be a three year long story for me. But I really digested this story and thought about this character K and all the scenarios. And it's, it's a fascinating, fascinating, complicated book. And I finished this fucking book and I didn't realize that Kafka died before he finished it. So the book ends <laughs> oh, mid-sentence. No. The last <laughs> sentence in the book is literally, no. she held out her hand trembling, or she held out her trembling hand to Kay and had him sit down beside her. She spoke with great difficulty. Sorry, let me just take that again because I had fucking... She held out her trembling <laughs> hand like to you Kay. you died up <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, just, I had to swallow. 
She held out her trembling hand to Kay and had him sit down beside her. She spoke with great difficulty. It is hard to understand her, but what she said... No! <laughs> and that's where no. it ended! That's no. where he died! No! I spent three years oh my taking God. my time to get the resolution of a story that I absolutely fucking loved, only to find out that he never finished it because he fucking died! That is the God. biggest, like, most unsatisfying end to a thing I have ever experienced in my life. And it just happened to be the one book that you wanted to spend oh. years reading. That's unbelievable. I didn't even want to spend years reading. It just kind of worked <laughs> out that way because, like, fucking the pandemic broke my ability to read or whatever. And I thought, fine, I'm enjoying this. Why force it? Why push it? Let me enjoy it at this new pace. Maybe this is just how I read now. <laughs> and by the way, I've read, like, two books since then, since I finished this fucking Kafka book. But God damn, dude, do you know how fucking... <laughs> <laughs> That's like jacking off for three straight years and then deciding not to jizz. It is such a waste. Oh, it was brutal. Do you think that's the bluest your oh balls God. have ever been? It is the, the hardest anybody has ever edged in their life. <laughs> so wait, so is there like a disclaimer saying that he died there, or is it just? And that's oh, it's it? all yeah. over the internet if you read about it. Yeah, no, I, but I, within I the didn't book do any itself, research there's... on the book. No, I don't think so. It just starts when oh, you read it. Man, how do you like not finish the sentence? Oh, did he die with the pen in his hand? I read about it afterward. And uh, uh, he was close to death when he was writing it, and he was in failing health. And the book was he could he, the book was stressing him out, and he couldn't he decided he quit. He decided he just couldn't oh, fucking. It was too much for him, and and then he died uh, before he got healthy enough to finish it or figure out the problem. And so I just for the rest of my life I don't get to know if he ever got to the goddamn castle or not. I'm guessing not, but I would love to have known. How like within the the context of the story, it's pretty far into the book. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's near the end. Like he got right it, to the end. And then one would assume like it's pretty. It's pretty near the end. Yeah. Wow. I would say it's definitely. It's somewhere between sixty-five and ninety-five percent of the way through the story. Like you don't really know, oh, but you get the impression. Yeah. Yeah. Holy frankly, shit. my dear, dead. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the worst sentence would be to end halfway through. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, and the paternity test reveals. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I fucked. I, th I fucked myself slowly over three years with long. That definitely, that's definitely uh, my current biggest, most frustrating face. What was the experience of in the moment when that happened? Like you, it just Utter stopped. Did you think there was an issue with the disbelief. book? Like, what was no, the I knew. I knew instantly what happened. Utter disbelief. And I just, oh, like, I just sat there. I thought about it for a while. I, I was bummed, dude. I could just imagine you closing the last page and like looking behind it and shutting the book and be like, <laughs> yeah. surely got me. And they stuck together. I, yeah, I was at a coffee shop and I just like put the book down and I just fucking was bummed. I just went to my phone <laughs> and started reading about what the fuck was going on. Yeah. <laughs> I, it'd be really, really slow and rare, but I would love to f see a compilation of people finishing that book. Yeah. <laughs> like not knowing say. that that's what happened. Oh, sex. <laughs> it's a really good story too if you like uh if you like slow ponderous things uh but goddamn yeah don't go into it looking for a resolution because you won't fucking get it That's although crazy. i don't I, I don't i don't think i think the point of the book is that there wouldn't have been a resolution to his problem anyway it's kind mm. of the whole book is about like bureaucracy and red tape 
Okay. Uh, but I mean, that's like, it was just too, it was just ridiculous. Should we end our cookbook mid sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I got some other ideas for our cookbook. Okay. Uh, Oh, I want to play a game with you guys, actually, but I haven't quite worked it out yet. But it's it's to create. I want to create. I want to create two things for the cookbook. I want to create a Mad Lib for the cookbook mm-hmm. so that you can kind of like create your own recipe. And then I want to bundle together a bunch of ingredients that uh, that I that I have you guys get. And then it's like a and then it's like a word jumble. And you can like you try to make your own recipe from the word from the f- ingredients see. that we give you. And it's like, what what can you make with these ingredients? And yeah, but I haven't. I've, I've started to like segment it out, but I want to make sure I do it. I cover all the bases so that you can build like a idea. complete meal out of it. Yeah. So do we have pictures? We'll do, we'll do in that the book? later. Uh, not nice. yet. We will. Um, yeah. Have you seen the book so. yet, Gav? No. Uh, I can send it to you. It's uh, there's some there's some art in it right now, some draw drawings. Oh, okay. But uh, there will be. <laughs> f- I'm gonna. I'm personally gonna do the photography for it. So, oh, that's oh great. wow, that's so yeah. great! I'm very excited. I've, I've been. Are you going to do buying, it like old Jeff or new Jeff? I've been <laughs> buying backdrops off Amazon and stuff. I'm going okay. to do it really well. I have some very, very strong opinions on how I want to do the how the photography to look. So I've decided I'm just going to do it. I'm, I might incorporate Wes's help a little bit or somebody else, but yeah, for, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to try to tackle it myself. Have you looked at any other non-chef cookbooks to see how we compete at all? Any any worry of intimidation? No, I don't want to be influenced by other people's bullshit. That's fair. I'm just, you know, we're we're in a tough market. We got we got to go up against the like Boston Rob Dude. cookbook. I'm trying to think of other people that aren't chefs. <laughs> the Star Wars cookbook stuff like the that. Star- I have supreme confidence in what we're creating. If anything, I'm okay. a little too confident. I like it. Is there a scrumping section? Like if you have an excess of apples? No. <laughs> no, but I, I, and I'll say this. Feel free to write anything you want to add into the cookbook. It's not too okay. late. Like uh, it, it, we got pages and pages we can fill. Like it's about forty pages right now, but it could be what whatever we want it to be. That's pretty good for a cookbook. Yeah, it's not bad for at least our cookbook. For us not being qualified at all to make a cookbook, that's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. And it's all I'm stuff from the. Sh- I mean, I made the only thing that's not in the episodes is Nick, not Nick's <laughs> recipe that you did. Nick, not, Nick, Nick, not that Nick or whatever. And uh, then I, what, I went what? ahead and I don't know. Do you want to explain that, Andrew? Sure. I my my grandpa's name was Nick and he had a family recipe that we used all the time called Nick's chicken. So I submitted as Nick, not that Nick's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I, I don't know what was going on. And then I uh, I went ahead and created a recipe for boiled peanuts just because I talk about them all the time. So I th- figured I'd throw that in as an extra. But everything Ooh, else great. is everything else is something that has been on the show or we've cr- made on the show so far. I'm excited. I like the idea of trying to put together something. If you just give us a bunch of ingredients, as somebody who I'm a big recipe guy, mm-hmm. I think uh, whatever I make would <laughs> be a monstrosity. To be completely honest, whatever you threw together also reminds me of a kids show, I, which would have been like. I don't remember. This may have been a Canadian thing. If somebody remembers this, I'd love to know what it was called. There's a kid's show where, like, it was on YTV, and there'd be all these, like, balls and nets and stuff, and the kids had to grab as many items as they could and then create a game out of the stuff they grabbed, and then they'd pick, like, what the best game was. And I think the idea was, like, oh. you at home would then grab those items and then recreate the game if you wanted to. So I like a food version of this. That's a bad. really cool idea. It's going to be terrible, whatever I make. What about, do you feel confident, Gavin, if you just got a bunch of ingredients that you could make something good? Um, I mean, are they going to be like complementary ingredients? 
You, it's get, literally going to be like, the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to go, okay, guys, and let's build this out. Uh, Andrew, name a cooking method. Gavin, name a spice. Okay. Eric, name a sauce. Okay. So it's going to be a shit Nick, show. name a oh, starch. it's going to be so bad. Uh, yeah, and then we'll just throw it all together. And I like name activities. I feel like I, I feel like books should have activities. Like it could be rice, could be potatoes, could be new potatoes, <laughs> could be sweet potatoes. You know, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of options. That sounds great. Uh, no, I don't, I don't have confidence that I could make anything good. I feel like us doing the condiments just has like made my confidence even less. Like that was an attempt of thinking I thought I knew how to do something. It was terrible. It's going to be a disaster. Nick's was great though. It was. Look for this disaster in the, I believe the holidays is when we're trying to get this cookbook out by. You think anyone has accidentally killed somebody and they don't know it? Oh, definitely. Like in their sleep? Like did something in their sleep? Oh, in their sleep? Like sleepwalking? Like, sleep like a murder? sleepwalking thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, let's say I was thinking about like if somebody is walking around today that killed someone, but they have no concept that they did it. Like accidentally. It's a like accident. like uh, uh, mixed up ingredients in something and then left and then the person drank it and then they died and nobody figured out how they died or why. Yeah, but I guess also like then not having an awareness of I was thinking like in a tower, like let's say there's a tower guard, right? And he's sleeping. And then he knocked over like a baseball or something and it fell and it hit a bird. And then that bird hit a car and then that car hit somebody. You never trace that to you. Mm -hmm. Just the premise of if, if there's somebody, the idea of that you could somehow kill somebody and have no concept of it is very. Odd. It's like the like a murderous butterfly effect. Sort of. Yeah. Like you bump exactly. into somebody and then they drop their stuff. And, but you're in a hurry, so you keep running. And then while they're picking up all their stuff, somebody comes by because they doesn't see him and like runs over their head or something. That has to have ha happened. Like Con with I someone, bet it happens right? every day. You think every day? You think it's that common? That's crazy. People are fragile. It's really easy playing, to die. <laughs> I was thinking about it with Sherlock Holmes. I think of like trying to solve a case of like the idea of capturing or like arresting someone that had no idea that they did what they did. <laughs> It just is such a strange or just like being told like that's such a consequential thing. Anyway, I remember sort of coming down a steep hill. It was like a like a rocky, almost like a cliff thing. And it was like a bunch of loose slate. And I just started a huge rock slide by accident. <laughs> and I was like slipping down on it. I had to like dive to the side and a bunch oh my of God. slate went over the edge. And I was like, shit, if someone's walking below that. They would definitely die. Oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just there was nothing below it. All right, how about this? In a percentage of zero to 100, what is the percentage chance, Andrew, that you have already killed somebody and you just don't know it, do you think? Just go through your life. Very low, I'd say. I'd say... Uh, well, we've got the Skittles, the stolen Skittles. The Skittles? What was it? Was it Skittles? Or some yes. no. stolen candy? I stole a candy. Yeah, I think it was like an arrow bar. No, you had, you had candy on your... On your uh, that somebody stole oh, from you. Oh, yeah, from the front. I thought you meant when I, I ran out of the store with the, the thing. I talked about that recently. Not the Skittles. Oh. Um, I, don't, I shot, there was a thing where we had, you know, like those potato cannon things? Yeah. We had one of those, and I used to live in a place that had like a hill, and you couldn't see over the hill. It went to like the forest type thing, and we're shooting it. And I, I shot it and it, it hit it sounded like it hit it like a deer. Or it was like, <laughs> and then we stopped. We stopped doing it. But I think that was an animal. And I don't think that animal died. But I think I hit a, an animal with a potato once. That's probably the closest. 
imagine uh, finding a deer with like a supersonic potato lodged in its ribcage. No, I think so. It was like you'd, you'd shoot hairspray into this pipe and then it would launch somehow. I was very little when this happened. I don't really remember the specifics. Man, you just reminded me of a fucking... I, oh, boy. You just reminded me of a story from, from, from high school I haven't thought about since for a very long time. Oh, no. Oh, yes. What did you oh, do? Oh, man. There was this kid on my street who got a 22 for Christmas. Oh, you know, I grew up in, in Alabama a lot. Well, mm-hmm. most of Louisiana, Alabama, Florida, so deep south. People, people always of, talk about 22 like it's like a BB gun or something. It's a, it's a full-blown <laughs> gun. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't referring to it as a BB gun at all. I was <laughs> no, referring I just to, feel to like it whenever as a 22, it's like, what I mean. People are like, oh, when I was a kid, I had a little 22. It's like, that's a firearm. <laughs> the, the fucking kids in Alabama get guns at like four. <laughs> like it's it's God a it's damn. a part of your childhood, dude. Uh, so anyway, one of my, one of the kids uh, on my street when I was like maybe ninth grade got a twenty two for Christmas, and we he he invited me and two other kids over to shoot it with him, and he just put up a bunch of like uh, coke cans or beer cans or something on the fence in his backyard, and he lived like his backyard backed up into the woods, and we used to play in these woods, we used to run around, we used to build forts in these woods, like they're deep deep woods but a, i didn't know this i know this now um a 22 round travels pretty fucking far uh and so we were just shooting cans and then i went home and i think he and the other kids kept shooting cans uh and uh the next or later that night actually a fucking cop knocked on my front door and i answered the door and I was like, my mom and I answered the door and I was like, yes, sir. And he goes, were you uh, at so-and-so's house uh, earlier today? And I was like, yes. And he goes, were you shooting a 22? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Is that a problem? We were just shooting cans in the backyard. And he's like, uh, don't do that again. And I was like, uh, okay. Well, I was like, it's not my gun. I was like, I was like, I barely shot it. I only, I only shot it like three times. They were, you know, I'm not a big gun guy. They were way more into it. why. And he goes, there's an apartment complex on the other side of those woods. You oh idiot. my god! And you guys shot up. <laughs> oh my, you guys shot oh. up an apartment complex. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> How did it take us 154 what? episodes How? to get to? I shot up an apartment <laughs> complex. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. I guess it never came up. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god. Nobody was nobody was injured, and I did not get in trouble. Oh. The cop the cop just said oh my the cop god. just said be safer next time, and that was Jesus all I ever Christ. heard of it again. Good lord! And that kid I, who got the twenty two for Christmas, like he didn't have a dad or anything, so he didn't get in trouble either. Like his mom didn't care. Oh my god! She just told him not to do it again, and so like he started. What he did was he started shoot. He started putting the cans on the ground. <laughs> shooting <them. laughs> So he started shooting down. But yeah. Uh, Holy I, fuck. Any one of us could have very clearly ended somebody else's and our lives. And that's <sighs> why one of the main reasons I don't fucking like guns. Because you, even if you think, even if you're a dumb kid, but you think you're being safe, shooting into deep woods that you know very well. <laughs> yeah. Because you spent your entire childhood traipsing back there and you know nobody else on earth is back in those woods. And they're, they go forever. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I think that's what's scary about it to me is that the uh, what you had happen, which is a cop knocks on your door and then you continue living your life yeah. and spending uh, 25 years in prison feel like the exact same thing when you're doing it. Like mm-hmm. the, the what you experienced would have been the same in both results. Yeah. Whether you killed someone or the fact that you didn't, it's just so <laughs> scary to think about. 
Also, can you imagine in 2023 a couple of teenage kids doing that and not getting in trouble? No. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to know the extent of the damage. Like, where did the bullets go? Like, I, would I, somebody in I, their I, living room and then bullets just are whizzing? I, like, I, what? I don't think it was. I think it may be like one or two bullets like hit the outside of an apartment complex or something. Okay. Uh, nobody was injured. The cop, like I said, the guy, the guy didn't even yell at me, really. He was just like, be more careful, you know? And my mom was like, holy shit, you stay away from guns. And I was like, yeah, of course. And then I had the incident <laughs> where the shotgun went off on my hands in my living room. Or in my bedroom. <laughs> I think I've told you guys that story before. And I fucking hate yeah. guns. And then I joined the army and hated guns in the army. I, it's crazy. That's insane. That's yeah. such an American upbringing. I, I like you said. What, what episode is this? 154? 5? 154. Where are we? 154. 154. The fact it took us 154 episodes to get to that. Do you think... If somebody who lived in that apartment building had a podcast, it would take them 154 episodes to get the reverse side of that story. <laughs> no, that'd be episode one. Yeah, yeah, episode yeah, yeah. My apartment shop, I walked three, outside my apartment sure. complex and just getting shot up out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> age and perspective are fucking terrible. Because if I would have told that story 10 years ago, I would have felt differently about it. If I told it 20 years ago, I would have felt very differently about it. Now, I want to throw up telling the story. It's so <laughs> oh, upsetting it's, yeah. to me, you know? Like, I just feel like you just, you, you can, like, at 47, I can draw out the line and see the real consequences and think about how differently my life could have gone, how differently some poor, innocent person's life could have gone, you know? Yeah. And uh, it just makes, it just like, it makes me not want to look back. <laughs> anymore because like you, you often like land on something and you're like oh fuck i, I think that, that, very that differently happen, about that memory now that must happen more and more to people who live really long lives like you must like yeah. people who are like 95 must be like wow i really <laughs> magooed my way through this somehow i don't know <laughs> how did nothing happen so i'd say the chance that i killed somebody unintentionally in the past is like 50 50 wow just because I grew oh, up doing shit. dumb shit in the yeah. South where, where it was expected and encouraged. Mm-hmm. You know? That's fair. What an episode. Love it. Profound. <laughs> Cars. <laughs> our sunset seasons. We're about to take a, a huge break. We are. Two weeks, right? Uh, yeah, we're taking two weeks off. So yeah, I'll wow. Miss, I'll okay. miss you guys terribly. There's going to be a lot of morning thoughts when you come back. Yeah. I'm going to have my back measured. Oh, you oh, still didn't right, measure, measure your back. back? I still did. We went right into the second. I was going to do it between episodes. But we went right into it. Do it so. now. I can't do it. I don't trust it now. Yeah. What do you mean? It I can't be more wrong than Eric. No, I'm like, I got the longest back. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 154 of the Face podcast. Um, I have the longest back, and that's very important. <laughs> Come see my long, long back at RTX, July 7th through 9th. RTXAustin.com to get your tickets. You, uh, uh, you can see our... You can see my long, long back and other oddities at the <laughs> Face Museum. Buy a Falcon sign. Yeah. That's probably out, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that, Slack channel, that Slack channel gives me a fucking headache. I don't want to. Yeah, I can't spend too much time in the uh, Face Merch Slack channel. It makes me sick. <laughs> Why is that? Because it's just numbers and images. It yeah. feels like a fever dream. It's just faces stretched and sprawled with dates that feel never ending. It is. I can't. I can't do it. It is. It's like a it's like a 
collection of dangling bits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. It's Speaking of, weird. we got a pretty, pretty fucking cool shirt Tony just designed. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we got some good stuff coming. Can we start about. a calendar that's our release schedule and we can see, make 100%. it easy to see which uh, weeks have gaps that we can throw out a Condor Man or a draft or some shit? Because I feel like we, yep. we just yep. sit on stuff and then we have empty weeks. Yep. I bet that schedule exists and we just don't look at it. Oh, uh, it absolutely doesn't. Oh, okay. It's just, well, it's just me and Nick going, okay, what thing is done? Where can this go so it's not stepping on other stuff? And then we work with Brendan. Uh, someone someone was saying that of all, of, done, so. all of the YouTube content like helped one of the episodes or some shit. What? Do you see that, Jeff? Like Hannah was talking about it. It was posted in the AH channel. Are we I'm still... Is this still the episode? When, when was that? No. Wait, did we rap? When did we rap? Yeah, didn't we? No. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, we'll shit. see you guys next <laughs> week. <laughs> Be be sure to watch the videos you. on YouTube. It helps you the it helps recording? the podcast apparently. Yeah, let Hannah know that you're watching these videos on YouTube. It helps. <laughs> they really are good. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, thanks. Okay, I'm bye. So confused. Was that recorded? That was the episode. Yes, of course. Did you fucking hit stop? <laughs> well, in my brain, I, I did. Never, I never. Okay, so the answer's no. <laughs> well, yeah, no. Okay. And All right. In. Cut. <laughs> Hey guys, Major League Fan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. The backlinks are back. It's Animated Andrew. Gavin enters the simulation. The boys are moving to the Conk Republic. Corridor beat us to the punch. Who won the draft? And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of Face.